0: all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast.
1: If you're getting the approval of God on the inside, you don't have to wait on them people that never gave it to you and probably are never gonna ever, and some of them are dead anyway, because you got a well inside of you Where God is flowing life and that life will permeate your brain, it'll permeate your skin, it'll permeate your organs, it'll permeate your body, it'll permeate your mind. And then it spills over into your relationships because you're talking different because you've got a new source and, and, and they don't know where it come from. They don't even know where it came from, but they know you're changing in front of their eyes and they can't get their finger on it because it's not visible. It's coming out of your spirit. All they see is the manifestation of the glory of God in your life. That's a big deal. Most people never figure that out and they wait on what people to give them stuff when that's not where it comes from. Every single thing, every dollar you got, Every breath you took, every snapshot you were able to make with a camera because you could see come from God. Everything. The, the smell of the perfume of your wife, man, you, God gave you that smell. Every single thing you've got has come from God. Anything you got. He's the reference point of your source of Everything. Now, we, we discussed in Daniel about Nebuchadnezzar, the problem with people. And he, I said, everybody thinks Nebuchadnezzar was really, really bad. And he was, but I'm telling you, he's the only guy I've ever seen in the whole book that had absolute power. That was able to last as long and even get reinstated. <laughs> everybody else got so corrupt for the most part, they had to be taken out. They weren't rulers of the whole kingdom. He had an absolute head of gold. He was the most powerful man in the world. And God allowed him to stay in power. Every time we get somebody like that, they, they killed about 12 or 17 million people. I'm not saying he didn't. I don't know how many killed, but we don't have a very good track record, do we? In our lifetime, Hitler and all them people that execute people. Anyway, Mark four fifteen. This This, you could say, is how it works. For the sower sows the word, and these... Are they by the wayside where the word is sown, but when they hear it, Satan comes immediately to take away the word that was sown in their hearts. Don't raise your hand, don't blink, nobody will know that this has happened to you. How many of you, like I said, don't blink, nobody will know, have saw a minister on TV who really and truly was anointed and you felt... That you needed to put money in that offering and in five minutes you didn't feel that way because the devil came and stole it don't blink nobody will know how many of you have been prompted by the Holy Ghost after hearing something that you were supposed to go take action and you got talked out of it by your head that's that's what he's talking about right there that was just one place that I could find in common to to give you an an, uh, example a person you're supposed to apologize to, a person you're supposed to send money to, and whatever it is. Because see, therein is your way out of those situations that you're in. See, God, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son to a bunch of people that didn't deserve it, so God had to do it. It isn't whether they deserve it or not, it's whether you, what you've been told to do. Deserve has nothing to do with it. A lot of people get killed in this, in this world that do not deserve it. It's heartbreaking. For absolutely, they don't deserve a thing and they get killed. So deserving is not a thing to do it has to do with obeying God. God's trying to, always trying to find a way to bless you and keep you alive. If it's, if it's repentance you need to get better, then he will provide an opportunity for you to repent. It's, if it's giving what you need, he will provide an opportunity for you to give. And, you know, it's all how you're looking at God. If you believe good about God, just take giving for something one reason. God might have told you to help a whole bunch of people you know, but you don't want to because you're being stubborn. You're mad at them or whatever. So he'll give you an opportunity to give to somebody you don't know so he can still get you your blessing. It's all on how you're looking at it. You know, he, he'll give you another way because he's always trying to find a way to help. So he gets a stranger, so because you don't have a preconceived idea, and he says, I want you to give that guy 50 bucks. Now, we think it's the vexing of the Holy Ghost, and I think it's God's mercy trying to find a way to get you to get blessed. Yeah. See, I see him as good, so I don't have to have these mental gyrations that you've got to go through in this world. If you believe the best, you'd be surprised how few thoughts you have in any condemnation or criticism. It's a great place. Took years and years. Brother Copeland, he said it this way. It took, somebody told me, you're out of mind. He says, it took me a long time to get there, and I like it. <laughs> took me years to get out of my mind. In other words, I don't want to think the way I used to think. Amen. I want to believe the best about people. It changes the tone of your voice. I like it. I'm talking about it because I like it. I love that. I love to look at people and see what God made. Or I could look at him and go, you know, He's rude. He's overbearing. <laughs> we all knew that. What's inside? What's in that, what's, what's that wrapper got underneath? What does God want to pull out of them that's the treasure and the gift that's going to make room for them in their future? Yeah. And if all you concentrate in on what is what they're not, they'll never get it out. Now listen, the thing that you see that you don't like... It's them following their dream that's going to clean it up. And if you can criticize them and they never pursue their dream, you're nixing their cleansing. Because God is the perfect guy to put a carrot out and take the fishing line and let you think you're going to get to do something and just keep it moving until he gets you all cleaned up and then lets you do it. Only God can do it, but that's what he does. And so when you destroy their self-esteem and they can't go nowhere, you're in the way of God. God might give them things they don't deserve because he knows that's what they need to string them along. And instead we go, ah, look at you. Who you think you are. You're never going to be nothing. I ain't going to do that for you. You're too bad. God's given good, bad people good things, hoping the goodness of God leads a man to repentance. And we sit around and think, what they should and shouldn't have is if we know. So Satan comes immediately. Then there's the stony ground, verse 16. They hear the word and immediately receive it with gladness. Those are the ones that after a church service say, I'm I'm called to be here, pastor. I'm never leaving. That's the one. I love you. I'll never leave you. Not just me, it's scary. When people start like having an experience or a feeling and they make all them pledges, that worries me. See, I wrote too many contracts where people got excited and bought and in 30 days hated the payment and didn't want it no more. So see, I'm familiar with that feeling. You know, you could almost accuse me at one time as if I was trying to throw the customer out because I go now, you, I drill them, are you sure? Because I knew they were going to be a problem if they didn't really know what they were doing. And I hate to say it, but I can't stand the vexing of nagging. So I kind of beat them up a little bit to make sure they wanted the car. You probably think I'm nuts. (laughs) If you don't like to be nagged, you'd have done it too. They have no root, endure for a time. But afterwards, when affliction and persecution arises, because the people aren't right that they sit there around. Oh, you mean it's not the people? No, it's the word. If you're going to keep the word, you will be persecuted and you will be offended. It's not the people. It's the word that takes you to that place where you butt heads ultimately. There's going to be a big showdown here pretty soon if you all can't figure it out in the world. They're colliding. Light and dark are colliding. I wish I could tell you that it was a country thing, but it's a kingdom thing. It almost don't matter what country you're in, really. It doesn't matter. This is a kingdom thing. The two kingdoms are colliding. So immediately they are offended. That's because it was shallow. And these are they which are sown among the thorns. Hear the word. This is, this is a lot of America and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches. See, riches has a deceitful side. Now remember, I do not believe in being broke, so don't you think I'm preaching poverty? I'm not. I'm telling you there's a deceitful side of riches. There's a deceitful side of sex too. You know, it's supposed to be in marriage, right? Confined to a covenant, but there's a side that, it, that there's a deceitful side that it's not. So it doesn't matter what the topic is. And the lust of other things entering in choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. Well, if the word was supposed to produce fruit, then that is how the kingdom of God works. It works with Words. And the words are the seeds that create your future. And if you let this choke the word, you're going to miss your future. Now, at the time you do it, it might just be carrying too much care about everybody else because you're not looking at yourself. And here you are, you're thinking you're missing your opportunity because it's all them. It nothing to do with them. It has to do with what you're looking at. You hit what you aim at. If you aim at criticism, that's all you're going to get done. But if you aim at to promise, you're not even thinking about that stuff. As you follow God, you get cleaned up. You can't clean yourself. You ever seen a fish clean itself so you can eat it? It doesn't happen. There's a process to clean a fish so you can eat it, but the fish isn't in charge. We're not in charge. Jesus said, come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. If you're not following, you're not being made. If you're independent, you're just reaching for a promise that you didn't pay the price to get
0: apostle joe Perosic and pastor rena Perosic pray that you have been blessed by this week's believe right broadcast in chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of john god's word tells us that jesus christ is the way the truth and the life and that no one comes unto god the father by any other means than through accepting believing Pastor Rena and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.mfcministries.net. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the US at 001-304-292-7283. That number again, 001 304-292-7283 or write MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic again next week at this time, here on this station, for another time in God's Word, which when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right.